0: Welcome to Believe in 76ers with your hosts, former 76ers point guard Eric Snow and two Sixers fanatics in Marcus and Tasia Dash. Believe in 76ers is presented by BetOnline.ag.
2: Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your sports betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. And who are you picking to win the World Series? I'm picking the Royals, but I don't think that's gonna work out, but we'll see. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Hey, guys, welcome to Believe in 76ers. I'm Marcus Dash. I'm here with our former 76ers point guard, Eric Snow, and my brother, Taja Dash. Guys, how are you doing? I have a feeling everyone's feeling pretty good after that buzzer beater the other night.
1: Yeah, definitely feeling good, man.
2: <laughs> pretty <I> good.
1: Am. <laughs> I'm feeling good.
2: I mean, I think our first, uh, the first episode we had to preview everything, <sighs> I think we all said seven or six games, uh, but now it's, looking like uh we got some um the, the brooms are coming out here. <laughs> yep,
1: possibly. <laughs> possibly. Yeah. Uh, I I still think um you know 5 is probably I'll be happy with 5. But 4 would be terrific. Um get some more rest and 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 that closeout is always tough. So it would be really I think impressive and and good for the psyche to to close it out, you know. On the road, and the team is, you know, playing with their backs against the wall.
2: Yep. so I, I guess what you're saying, Eric, we're gonna be gentlemen about this—a gentleman's sweep of five games.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think um, if if I had to kind of go by feel,
0: I'm feeling that way. But
1: I'm hoping we can just go out there and knock it out, you know, this next game and 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 get it over with.
0: But i get in this zone where i'm like before uh the actual series starts you get all the shit talking between fans and toronto fans have been <laughs> very very mouthy um and i'm like dude once we start beating them i'm gonna lay it on so thick but then you actually get there and i'm like I- i'm i am a gentleman so i'm like oh, you know what we're beating them so bad at this point we just took their souls <laughs> in overtime I'm, I'm not even gonna you know that's, that's all right i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna rub it in
2: because there's a mill- there's, there's thousands of Sixers fans out there who are who are doing
0: that. Oh, they're cashing their checks, man. Cool. They're, they're they're posting receipts and cashing checks.
2: Oh yeah, I've seen some people have taken like tweets from like um, a couple years back when and be crying and stuff, and all these Raptors fans laughing about it, making fun of it. And there's coming, there's going right back at these Raptors fans on Twitter. I think it's yeah, yeah,
1: it's,
2: it's fantastic. I mean, I'm not going to mean it, but.
1: they don't miss a beat now on on, on the internet. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, no matter when it happens. So, I mean, I just think it's, you know, as long as it's all in fun, man, it's just, you
0: know, it all comes down to, you know, what have you done for me lately? I also want to see how the fans how are reacting to it. Like Raptor fans are beating themselves up anyway. So I'm like, you know what? You guys just take care of yourselves because you guys have your own problems. But some fans are in denial. And they're like, oh, you guys really do suck. We should beat you anyway. Those are the ones I'm like, all right, well, you know what? Crash it's the referees. Those are the yeah, yeah crash course and how you got your ass kicked. Let <laughs> me remind you, but the fans, the like Raptor fans, are pretty like even the ones I've seen that have been mouthier. Like they're just better than us. I'm like all right, cool, bye.
2: <laughs> yeah, the the only like spat I've ever gotten into on Twitter was actually this year was it was a receipt that I had from like the off season where there was Raptor fans saying they were happy that they traded Kyle Lowry to the Heat for Precious instead of for, uh, instead to the Sixers for Maxi, and it was like during the year when Maxi was going off and. You know, Preston True is good, and he, and he started coming to his own towards the end of the season. But I, I I, I tweeted back after the guy had the same conversation about that, about Max. I was like, I was like, still precious over Max. He was like, oh, He goes, Are you seriously actually like uh, right, having receipts over this? It's like, wow, yeah. you, you must not have a life. I was like, Well, you know, I, I want to get you back for this. <laughs> um, but all right. all right. So, okay. So, first topic tonight, uh, we kind of already kind of talked about it a little bit, but. Obviously, uh, unless you're living under a rock, you missed that you, you saw that uh, Joel Embiid hit the buzzer, being three to yeah. beat the Raptors. Um, at, at, in, the, in overtime, uh, he was 0-14 in his career on go-ahead or game-winning threes, um, in the final seconds of a game. Um, and he finally got one against Toronto. And it's his poetic justice doing it to the team that, you know, the, the famous images and videos of him crying to the Raptors a couple years ago and getting eliminated from the playoffs from the Kawhi, the bounce her around the world shot. Um, so... With that game and everything that went to, into it, uh, what stood out to you guys in that game, in that game three um, against the Raptors? Eric, what, what did you notice from that game?
1: For me, it was um, just the, the, the push and the sense of urgency to, to, to keep it going. Um, we were, you know, it, that was a game that I felt like it was easy to just be like, we gave a good effort and it just didn't go our way. But I think it was something that we, you know, James got in foul trouble eventually fouled out and was like, we still felt like we we're going to win this game. So we just keep plugging, keep plugging. Um, Cause it was going their way the majority of the game. I mean, you just, you know, we made a run and um, they would extend it again. Like it, it was just going, it was going and looking like, Hey, this is their game. Um, but the, the, the push and the drive to keep going, keep attacking and, it, it kind of shows to me some playoff maturity um, across the board. Um, so I was impressed with that, um, to be able to maintain that amount of stability, to be able to stay close, um, stay right into the game,
0: and, and eventually win it in overtime.
2: Major, what, what did you notice from that, Again, uh, What stood out to you?
0: Number one is no bounce needed for uh, Joel to hit that three. So, <laughs> so That was a great one. Um, nothing but nut, man. That was that was that was amazing. Um, and I do love how the NBA came back and said that the Tobias Harris pick was legal and there was no uh, foul there, even though it looked kind of suspect to me. But um <laughs> I, I just saw yeah, I, I agree with what Eric say I saw a team that just focused on winning, they don't want to go back to Philadelphia. Uh they want the sweep. Um Joel's second half was was just incredible. Um, they just look in rhythm, they look so they look like they've been playing together all year. Like it, it, it's weird how you saw the bumps and bruises toward the end of the year. And then, you know, in the playoffs, they, they, they kind of lost that they, they shed their skin almost. And they look like they've been playing together a lot longer than they did like last week, which is, it's a crazy drum, uh, jump, you know, Niang was hitting key threes, hit did his job. I didn't like the amount of turnovers. It's crazy to even win, with that amount of turnover. That, 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 that
1: was that was that was my concern because I felt like that's what we had prevented previously, yes. but that's what they that's what they thrive on, especially at home. was offensive rebounds and forcing turnovers. So I was very concerned when we you know we had all those turnovers, especially in the first half. So that was like a concern of mine, um, and then we withstood that. So that's why I'm saying like the we even though we. Was turn the ball over like we wasn't as nerved as I thought we would have been um previously. We didn't unravel. Yes. So I, I kind of felt that felt good because that's something I think that you can maintain and help you go on further into the playoffs.
0: Yep. I think if we lost both of those, we would have lost the game. We actually won the um rebounding battle. I think we won by like twelve or fourteen, which is
1: yeah, yeah cool. so the the same. that's what Toronto usually at home, they yeah. have really good offensive rebounding and Forcing turnovers, and I think they to me, I thought they really go hand in hand. They get you playing fast and get you off balance, and all of a sudden, your defensive balance is, isn't great, and that's why all of a sudden they miss and they get off as rebounds. So, yeah. I thought so. It was interesting that that part of it didn't really affect us, even though the turnovers did. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really um,
0: early, too. I wish Harden didn't foul out. I mean, obviously, I should be a little bit smarter about the fouls there. Um, we were, we were kind of right. Uh, Embiid didn't get in foul trouble, but as a team, we did in the first half. Yes. They called a lot of fouls on us in the first yeah. half. So we were on the money on that one. Um, Harris had a great game, efficient, uh, 4 of 9. Uh, Harden didn't score a ton, but again, efficient, uh, 7 of 13. Um, I got to praise Tobias' defense, man. His defense has been – I find myself like over the past month, maybe since just Harden's been there, uh, just praising his defense in every game and, and whenever he switches, um, he does a good job. He guards he guards Van Fleet straight up on a lot of possessions. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like he – Tobias is such a – I, I hear it's such a cliche, but it's really true with him. You hear all these uh, commentators always say it. He's a professional. Man, he is such a professional to the level um, – he could have really gotten bitter and, and disconnected when Harden got there and he knew he was going to be getting like a quarter of the shots he got before – but he didn't, he, 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 he turned up other parts of his game yeah. that are needed to make this team so much better, man. Like his defense has just turned up a notch. And I feel like everyone's done that. Everyone's really just turned up all parts of their games to compensate for the lack of shots they're getting right now. Cause it's better for the team. I just think he's so emblematic of that. I, I think it's, it's awesome to watch. Um, yeah.
2: Eric, I wanted to ask you a question. So I I saw on um, over the last few days uh, some of the shows on ESPN and Fox Sports, um, and I was listening to JJ Reddick's podcast. He was saying how he he was it was amazing that uh, that uh, Joel hit that shot at the end of the game, but he said. You know, when he was in L.A., he remembers Doc drawing up that play for him. Um, And then Jalen Rose was talking about how that play, he goes, if Joel missed that shot, we'd all be killing Doc for drawing up that play for Joel Embiid. He goes, that's a play that should be drawn up for Tobias. But we got to give credit to Doc for drawing up the play for Joel to hit. Was that unusual to see a a seven-footer draw that play specifically for a a seven-footer like Joel to to? That to go for the game-winning shot. At the well, end? I mean, I think it's different
1: because you have him, um, you know, shooting a three. I think um, I, I, I don't even necessarily look at it like that. I look at it from the standpoint of him taking the last shot. So, I mean, I think you got to put him in position to take a shot. I, I'm not. I'm not certain if we were to put him around the basket, if the ball would have ever gotten to him. Um, so the way they would have played him, you know, I, I just don't think they would have given him an opportunity at the rim knowing that it's you know, a close game. Like, I just didn't see that happening. Uh, I have no problem with Doc drawing up that play. Um, I would have more of a concern if we were down one or down two and we kind of run that play. You gotta, when you gotta, we have to score when we only need a two. Uh, but a tie game, I, I mean, just get, let your best player take a shot. That's where I'm at. Um, how, how, what kind of shot he takes? I think if he takes that shot, um, you know, if he misses, then you know, yeah, they they get some more time. But I, I'm okay with him taking that shot as long as you know it's a tie game. I just, you know, maybe like I said, if if we're losing, then
0: yeah, I'll probably want a different shot. I think he's also scaled. Uh He's, man, He's people are just so unfair. And Marcus and I were talking about this the other day, like, how many guys can score 33, dominate the second half, hit a game-winning three, and people, I keep hearing people's complaints, I oh, wish he'd be on the block more. Like, what? It's not like he shoot, shot 15 threes and missed, like, all of them, but two. He dominated the game. You have a complaint about him not being on the block enough? Like, come on. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I
1: think that – um I get it, but – God. I mean, I think the difference now is is you probably don't hear as many complaints about it nows because I don't I don't necessarily say it has to be the block. I I think he has to be in position to where they have to help wherever that is. Yeah. Um, because when people say he needs to be on the block, that's I mean that's pretty much what you want to do. You want to be able to shrink the defense, expose the defense, make them help so you can get open guys or open swing swing shots. So he just needs to be in a position more often than not to create double teams, put teams in foul trouble, put them in a disadvantage. To me, that, that's what's needed for us to continue to win because we're playing through him. So if we're playing through him, you need him to be in that state and in that position
0: um, the majority of the time. Yeah. And then lastly, before we switch topics, uh, we said that in order for us to be successful, one guy has to get in the 30s, two in the 20s, th- The got other guys getting the high teens. So, MB 33, Maxi and Harden 19, very close to 20, and then um Harris had 11, very efficient, but then we had two guys score nine. So, that's that that was a good formula.
1: Yeah, but I mean, we but we also said and I know I said it a few episodes ago is that the scoring was going to drop.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, it did. Yes. Yeah. Scoring Difficult.
1: in the possessions is going to drop. So, Somebody's. That's why I'm saying. Like somebody's not going to be able to give you. You're not going to be able to get a thirty plus and twenty five plus and twenty. You're not. It's not going to happen. It's there's games when it can happen, but not very often.
2: Yep. Uh, last thing before we go from this topic. Um, I didn't notice this. It didn't really get talked about enough on like the, some of the sh- on ESPN and all those shows. But if you look at our offensive possessions from the time Harden uh, fouled out of the game, we looked kind of lackluster with with uh, without him being. in. Did you guys notice that at all?
1: Yeah, I mean it's kinda of hard. I, mean, I think that, you know, I you know, for primary ball handlers, sometimes it could be like that. Um, but I, I just I just think, you know, now you gotta find what works and what rotations work. Um I think it, without foul trouble, Joel or James, one of them gotta always be in the game. Mm-hmm. Um going forward. So I I just think you, you kind of find that niche, you just find in your eight guys that are going to play consistently and try to keep working that, you know, that rotation. And I think it, it'll help. And, you know, that will not be in there. I mean, we still got to realize that that's the guy that's in your top eight rotation. Yep, it that's hurts. That's not there because, so that can change things up. That can change up the way you want to kind of look at things. And, you know, so not to say that's the, the, the
0: fault. I'm just saying that's what made it different to me. Heart and Harden held it down in that second quarter uh, when we were not really scoring a lot. He, uh, yeah. he didn't do the whole 35 point takeover, but he gave us a reliable He's, he's given
1: And that's what I'm, that's what I was always saying. That's why I felt like he didn't have the necessary pressure that everybody was putting on him because we're three and and0 and he hasn't had any explosion offensively. Cause I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was necessary. If Joel's doing
0: it. Yeah. Now the game that he don't have it or he's in foul trouble. Yeah. James got to be that guy. He did, yeah. I mean, he kept it from us getting, we were still down by a lot, but he kept it from me getting out of hand. It was yes. staying in that whole kind of range for a little while because of you know.
2: Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of athletic greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle-friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe that's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. Paying off a debt can be very stressful, especially when you're keeping track of multiple monthly payment dates. If you're done with balancing all these different due dates, narrowing your debts down with a personal loan could be your answer. This will make things go much smoother with one due date a month, and Credit Karma can help you find the best option for you. Comparing loan offers on Credit Karma is 100 percent free. It won't affect your credit scores and could even save you money in the process. Ready to apply? Head to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find the loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. Credit karma apply with more confidence today, okay? So, our, our next topic here um, this is you know, um, this is something I've noticed that people are starting to talk about. JJ Regg spoke about it in his podcast a little bit, but um, but so far this postseason, there are two potential sweeps, uh, series sweeps with two 3 0 games right now. Uh, series one is against the suspected MVP in Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets, while the assumed runner up MVP in Joel Embiid, our guy. Is doing the sweeping against the Raptors. So begs the question, should the postseason be a consideration when we do the MVP voting?
1: No. Not unless you're going to include everything. Because the um, the points, the career points, and every all your career stats are separate from the playoffs in the regular season. So then you can't now all of a sudden then include the the the, the regular season awards. And include the postseason if you're not going to include those stats. Um, and the reason why you can't, because now everyone's not playing the same on the games. It's different. Um, so if a guy loses in the first round, he's going to be held against the guy that goes to the finals.
0: <laughs> like It's it's just, it's different. So it's a different award. It should be a postseason but, award. But should that win. factor in, though? Like, a, a, like Jokic and Embiid and, are and neck and neck right now. Like... Wouldn't a good like tiebreaker be? Oh, let's see how they do in the postseason. Oh, one guy didn't win a game. The other no, guy... because they aren't because they both aren't playing go to state. Yeah, but you can MVP is good for
1: one win. No, a win. I'm just I'm just saying like it, it, all things aren't equal. Like in the regular season, everybody's playing the same teams, same amount of games. Now you get in the regular season is different. It's a different like you. You playing yet yeah, rounds, but you're playing a different team. It's a it's a totally different game. So where I get it should be postseason awards. I don't think it should be, um, you know, that the postseason should matter because if you know, like Giannis won the championship last year, if he goes on the run like he did before, now he he should jump to one because of his postseason. I, I just I don't I don't think because I think it'll be it'll carry too much weight. And you only need to win 16 games to win enough, to win a championship.
0: I, but Versus I bet you
1: if you – 82-game
0: season. So that 16
1: you, games is going to determine the MVP?
0: I bet you if you pulled all the people who voted for Jokic right now, like mm-hmm. right now only three games into it, I'd love to see the percentage of people that would change their mind. And it's the only they, thing if new if information shows
1: If they do that, then that shows that they don't watch the game. Because yeah. what I'm saying, from what I'm saying, from Jokic is a guy that is extremely talented, can put up numbers, but the dominant impact isn't always there. Yeah. But you look at, let's, say, we don't even, let's not even use Joel. Let's use Giannis and LeBron. Get stats,
0: dominate. And translates to wins. And, it, and they win. Yeah. So I, I just,
1: I've had a problem with that, like guys that get those great numbers because you can't, you can't, we can't criticize James Harden and Russell Westbrook all these years for getting those numbers. And then Jokic does it. And then, well, it's because he don't have his other players. Well, he hasn't played him. He hasn't had him all year.
0: Yeah. I mean School. MB didn't have it's, his second best player but, but 80% of the season.
1: All I do know is as much as I love Draymond, I do not believe that Draymond can guard
0: Joel one-on-one. No. <laughs> I do not believe that. No, I think I think when OMB was on Draymond's show, I think he even brought that up. You guys double me every time I touch the ball. So
1: that, that to me is that to me shows dominance. Not only is that he guarding. He quickly like, quickly. Like how are you able to you know, you, you put up those stats, but are you guys getting easy looks? Are you are you being able to it turn it into wins? Like, you got to be – it's interesting. Like, I, I, I get why people would say he's an MVP guy, MVP candidate, because of what he does. I, I'm just saying, like, I never felt like what he did was, like, dominant to where teams felt like, man, how are we going to stop this guy? We can't. We can't. We got to double. We got to put so much attention towards them. And guys are getting wide open looks. Like I still think it's hard for other guys
0: on the team to score. And he had thirty eight and seventeen. So you think you so see what you're saying is he's a big man version of Russ? No. All I'm saying is if we're criticizing Russ in no and no games, then
1: that that criticism should be shared. That's all I'm saying. It should just be them.
0: I guess to play devil's advocate on the whole thing, though, no, I'm, well, I'm not one to criticize them. I'm just saying I hear people the people that are criticizing them. Yes. yes, I guess my devil's advocate stance would be: all you ever hear when guys do well in the regular season and people aren't buying it, they always say, "Oh, wait to the playoffs when it really matters. Wait for the bigger stage. Wait for the more pressure." Well, if that's what really matters, then it has no bearing on on who the most valuable player in the league is. I just think. I, 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 yeah, but but you know everybody's not playing in the playoffs, also.
1: But all so the all the MVP candidates are yeah, on playoffs. I'm just season, saying, but right? it, because they win, because they win, so exactly. You guys don't so consider, it, but but because people voters not going to consider a guy that doesn't make the playoffs. That's that's y'all consider him for All Star, but you won't consider him for MVP. But
0: see, that's playoffs having a, a consideration voting though. The, but that's I'm just saying, like that's because that's a criteria that has always been there. No, I get it. Yeah, so I'm saying, but like, it's not, a, not. But it's
1: not a rule.
0: People are considering how well a teams doing. So if a guy's in the playoffs and we're considering him getting into the playoffs as a metric, then why not consider his actual performance in said playoffs? As I get because that. not everybody's playing
1: in the playoffs. It's not. It's not a, a playoff where everybody makes it and all things are equal. That's what I'm saying. Because you, you, so, so basically, you're saying anybody that's don't make the playoffs, you shouldn't be considered for. A postseason award. I mean, a regular season award.
0: I guess they could, because they always narrow it down to three, right? They narrowed it down to Giannis, Jokic. And, well, and, I mean, they do that now.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. No. That, yeah, I know. Uh, I don't even know when that started, the whole like yeah. narrowing it down to three thing. But they narrowed it down to three. So what if, per se, they narrowed it down to three this year by season's end, and if all three guys are in the playoffs, I'm like, all right, well, the deciding factor could be let's see how they do in this postseason. What war. if all three isn't? Then you have to go as is. <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. So when's the last time an a, MVP winner didn't make the playoffs? Well, it could be an
1: MVP that was a seven seed that didn't make it. Now I'm just saying, like Kevin Durant could have been an MVP candidate and didn't make the playoffs. No, I'm just saying they could have lost two games. So now all of a sudden you're you're judging where guys are playing more games, and you have a good MVP candidate that's not playing, and then people are going to pick. Differently for him because he's not playing. But it's not, that. About, but it's not about what he's done. It's because he's not playing. But he'd lose that, that MVP. He wouldn't win because they missed the playoffs. That's that's my point. Then Things aren't equal. They're playing more games. He isn't. So you're
0: criticizing him because his team didn't play more games. But they that's are... But they're criticizing him for not even getting in. They would, they would make him lose. No one would vote for Durant anymore if he, if he didn't get in the playoffs. He exactly. Wouldn't win the and that's why the playoffs don't matter. But they kind of do. They kind of do, though. The fact They, that matter, they matter
1: for you winning a championship, not an individual in the war. It matters, to
0: get, it matters to get in the playoffs. It doesn't matter how you
1: do in the you playoffs. It, play. it matters to win a championship. That's what the playoffs are for, not
0: for the individual award. The individual award is the regular season. So they shouldn't factor wins and losses into that at all then, right? What do you mean? If, if, if making – actually playoffs don't have any standing on, on, on MVP voting, then it shouldn't be about wins and losses at all then. It should be purely it, production. It, it should be about wins and losses. But that, that gets you into the playoffs, though. Yes, but, but it depends on w-
1: wins and losses. You can have a winning record and not get into the
0: playoffs. But a guy, I think, for the number one seed, he gets uh people always name that as a reason why they would vote for Giannis over yes. Jokic. I mean, he's a number th- three seed, and Jokic is a number whatever, six or whatever he is. Yeah, but that's when people that, that have that opinion that it depends on how much you value winning. I think the real problem is there's not a, a good enough criteria on MVP. I think it's that's,
1: a good that's thing. But it's a it's the criteria. That's the criteria for everything.
0: Yeah, it's it's
1: just, I mean, it's yeah. it's it's like for every award, it's like that. Like you you look at it's been Uh, You know, Marcus Smart, the first guard since 1996 to win defensive player of the year? That's crazy. Uh, And I know how bad that voting is. Like, AI got more votes than me every year we were together except one year. Defensively, not offensively. (laughs) Defensively. Come on now. Like, (laughs) that, that tells you right there how crazy voting is, man. Guys don't watch the games, man. They don't watch all those games. I mean, you can't. Hey, watch I all picking, those games. Yeah, yeah, I was picking William. those passing lanes, and he it was he, it was funny to him. Like he's laughing. I it's bet. It's hilarious. I bet. Um, so that that right there was like while we were laughing, we like, you know, How serious can you take this vote if, if if you know that's
0: the case? Do you think players should vote MVP? I think they should share in the vote. I think so too. Think
1: they should share in the vote. They're playing against all those guys. Now, the percentage that they should have, that I don't know, but they should share in the vote. I mean, I think yeah. that I think coaches should get a vote.
0: Players, yeah, I agree too. And you I get think some bias in there. I think I think, you, you, I think anyway.
1: you should have some media, but I think you should it should be more selective.
0: Yeah, I think I only agree. A certain
1: media criteria. Um, because I you to me, you gotta be able to see some games in person, man. Yeah. You gotta be able, like this. I just can't believe a lot of those guys that vote, watch all those games. I just, just. So you, yeah. You if you're so you are commenting you, every just, night, you that's can't what I'm watch saying. All the if you just box score, <laughs> you're just looking that's at the box score. You don't score. watch
0: all the games. So
1: that's what I'm saying. So you're looking at the. That's why the criteria needs to pick up because if you're looking at box scores, yes, you're gonna look and be like, man, this guy's incredible. Look mm-hmm. at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So and, analytics, and rightfully right. so, yeah. So he's like, he, you know, now they come out with all these advanced stats that you like, wow, look what he's doing, this net. And then when it don't turn into the wins that you think he should have, what's the criteria? What's what's the what's the issue then? Well, it's his teammates' fault. It's his coach's fault. That's yeah, why he, it, not, it, I, he would win more if you know such and such was he was playing. And this he had a better teammate. Like, that's what like it's really depends on what narrative that you want. Yeah. Who, who you want to pick and then you'll have a narrative based on that and that's what it matter. So, our narrative right now is Joel was having a better playoff and their team would probably go further, so the playoffs should matter. If it was the other way around, it was 3-0 the other way around, we'd be like, nah, the regular team was good enough.
2: <laughs> I
1: agree with that one. <laughs> you had an argument for it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, i was saying like, that's narrative. So it's Whatever kind of fits
0: what you how you're feeling. Um but Yannis in the playoffs too, so he's also playing well in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. I mean, I guess I it's I'd still I'd still say that even though Giannis is also having a good playoffs and not completely choking, but I, I agree with what you're saying. I mean, but
1: let's 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 take it take it uh a different, let's take a different path, a different award rather. Um Gobert has been Defensive player of the year. And then the playoffs, I don't think that that dominance defensively has been there. Like Teams no. have
0: no. pulled
1: him out away from the basket and kind of put him in that's how they uncomfortable lost situations.
0: Year. That's how they lost last year. So
1: would people not vote for him defensive player of the year because of the playoff exposure? I, I, that's what I'm saying because – so you're going to forget all the success he had during the year and then now – we're going to take it away from them because teams are going at it. That's playoff basketball. And that's what I've yeah. told you guys before. The schedules are different. There's no back-to-backs. Everybody got the same schedule. So now they're going to go and game plan to attack something. The Mavericks are attacking Conley, um, Carson. That's who, Clarkson rather. They're attacking those guys. And then they're going at Gobert, putting him on in, in the position where he has to help, and his guys are open. So they'll put him on Finney Smith. Finney Smith sets the screen on the shooter, get him to switch, go pop the guy to the corner, say, we dare you to help. Now, that's not helping them, but he's still a defensive player of Year. So that's what I'm saying. So now you get in the playoffs because every year has happened, right? Every year has happened.
0: So now we don't vote for him? I don't think he should have won it last year, but so no, that's, that's not what I'm asking. asking. You might be talking to the wrong. That's, not what, I'm <laughs> asking. that's not what I'm asking. I'm I think Simmons
1: should have got it last year. So that's what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. So so now if he's in that situation, we're not gonna vote for him because of one round. And that's really what it's been. One or two rounds, and now he's not the defense player of the year? Because that's what it takes to expose him. But but that's it's happening again this year. It happened before. That's just playoff basketball teams are finding situations. Yeah, and that's what on yeah. Reddit podcast.
2: Yeah. He said the only one that he said he said all the other ones. See, if you look at it through time, no one's ever had a problem with defensive player of the year. I know last year they did with the Simmons whole thing, but. More or less, no one really cares about six man of the award, uh, six man of the year ones. No one ever has a problem with that one. You know, talking about postseason results, yeah. but MVP is the only one that w- is an outlier of of the uh, regular season awards. That's the only one that he thinks should be more so, kind of c- uh, considering what they do in the playoffs. That's the only one he said of the just the MVP, uh, just the MVP. That's the only one he said. All the other ones, he said and, you, you and, can and you and lock and it and into
1: this. Okay, if you if you're considering that, then that means you're putting a, a high a higher emphasis on winning and if you're putting a higher emphasis on winning then you got to put a higher emphasis on winning for everything else too and that's what i'm finding like you can't just say well winning only matters when it's the mvp Mm -hmm. but winning doesn't matter if it's a six man so if a six man can play for a team that's 30 and 50 and win 60 in six man
0: of the year it it is interesting but yeah i think because you can have some
1: guys that can that can fit the criteria that don't Mm -hmm. even be considered
0: yeah so I think,
1: you know, you have a guy like – I think Jordan Poole got hurt for most improved because his team was having success.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think you can work the other way around. Well,
0: most And he improved. has those guys around him. I don't know what they're doing with most improved. I, I don't think uh, the top pick overall should be a most improved player. I, I just don't think that should happen. I don't know how Morant's top three in voting for that when you're, you're a top player in the draft. I, I don't – <laughs> Come on now, that's he's ridiculous. He's gotten better, <laughs> but but he's gotten sure he's gotten better. But to the amount of where Maxi was to where he is now, he's gotten he, he's gotten more better than what he was last year compared to so, someone. So is it? Before. I had I had David Aldridge
1: tell me that the Sixers had me for most improved one year, um, my first year starting, and David told me he he didn't vote for me because he didn't felt like he didn't feel like. I was most improved. He felt like I just had an opportunity that I didn't have before. You see what I'm saying?
0: So you got more volume and, and that's what gave you better so That's what gave
1: me, because I played. When I when I played more and I had, I had the opportunity to start and play more, I'm just playing up to my capabilities. It wasn't that I was most improved. And that's what he told me. Like he, So that's how people think about it. It's
0: crazy, man. So
1: you know what I'm saying? Like, that was his actual thinking. Like, he told me that's why he didn't vote for me. Because he didn't, and I think I think Daryl Armstrong might have won it that year. Um so to him, you have to play the same, nearly the same
0: No, do. I'm not trying to put word, words to in his play mouth. Better.
1: I'm not trying to put words in his mouth as far as no, no, no. Sure, sure, how uh, sure. he thinks about it. I'm just telling you what he told me in my yeah. in my situation.
0: Right.
1: Um that's an interesting criteria though. To yeah, say, and, like, he, and he was just like, like, because I actually thought I had a chance to win. But then when he said I think he might have said that to me. Before the voting came out, like during the, you know, like it wasn't like afterwards. He kind of told me before and when he had one of our games and I was like, if that's the case, then I think I'm going to win. Because the way he kind of said it, he said it like others kind of felt the same way. Like, oh, it's just, just like his first time starting. And now all of a sudden the team, you know, but my first time starting was, you know, the first time the Sixers had a winning record in 10-plus years. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah. whatever it was, I hadn't been to the playoffs in eight-plus years. What was your reaction when he said that to you? Um, I didn't. I mean, I didn't have a negative reaction. I was just like, oh, okay. That's how he sees it. You're like, huh. I was just like, you know, I never – I wouldn't have thought about it like that um, because I, I felt it was – I mean, I – Played my role and I elevate, I helped elevate the team. Like before I got there, the Sixers, me and the other guys, we were, it was a losing team mm-hmm. within um, one year. And that year was the lockout year. So it was a short. It was only 50 games that year. Mm. Um, But we went from whatever 30 or 40, whatever games, 30 games we won the year before to a six seed. That's to me, that's, Proven. I mean, Allen was still Allen. <laughs> I mean, he played well. But outside of that, we had, you know, Aaron McKee. We had Theo that came in when I came in. Theo came in when I came in. Tim Thomas was young. Larry Hughes was young. We George Lynch came in that year. Like, everybody, had, we had all came in that year. So we were all a part of the change. Um, and I was the only one that kind of, you know, like, extended – like went from really reserved to a starter because Aaron was still the sixth man Phil had started the previous year, but you know, when he got traded there, he was the starter. Like I was the only one that wasn't a starter. George had played more in in the other places, but Mm -hmm. I was the one that really went from not playing very much at all to playing 30 minutes a game. Um, So I I think it could have went that way. Yes, it was true that I did, Get my real break and my real opportunity that year, but I mean, I do like to think I did improve. (laughs) That's why the break. That's why it came because I did improve. I mean, that's why the opportunities came because I mean, we drafted Larry Hughes to be the starter. Yeah, and you know, obviously, the fit for myself and Allen was better because Allen has the talent to to move to the to the wing and. Playing for Larry Brown, I was a better fit running the team. Um, yeah. So that's 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 what it was about. So I just think that it was in a good situation where we hope the team win. So I get what you're saying. And and
0: and like if Allen went from averaging like 22 a game to like 29 a game, he shouldn't get most improved player. Like that why know, not? Let's set the points, man. I, I get it, but I, I would. You're the. Fr- that's improvement, though. Seven that's points. the expectation,
1: though. You should be doing that. Like you're supposed. No, to you that can't. Player. You can't say what somebody should be doing. It's
0: about what, what are they doing. Every situation is different. I agree, but I think Maxi going from twelve a game to nineteen a game is a more remarkable improvement than twenty-three to thirty.
1: Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. So now you, so you also. This is where we, we had this conversation. With John Morant versus Max, it also comes into play. The Sixes were a, a one seed and went to four versus a playing team going to two.
0: So winning matters. That's, that's, what, that's what I'm that's, trying to say. That's like, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: so people are looking. That's so.
0: I I I'd even say I'd even say Bain on the same team deserves it over Morant.
1: I I had said I thought Bain would fit it more for most improved in him because I yes. think what Morant has done. I kind of seen
0: those flashes. He was going there. Yeah, he, he was, was kind of going, going there. But Bam yeah. was the one I'm like, whoa, I wasn't yeah. expecting this. Yes, yes. Pool, same thing. Jordan Pool, same
1: thing. I, I kind of expected that. He's been better than I expected, but I
0: have expected what he's doing. I thought he was just. You expected a jump, just not that big of a jump. Yes,
1: not that big a jump. And I thought he was maybe a year or two away where he was like. You're like, yo, like Steph and them can really chill out because they got this young guy over here. Oh, they are gonna chill out next <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, so There's I a thought lot he was like a lot of guys I thought he was like a year or two away from that. Um, yeah. you know, I coached against him in the G League and 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 he was in there. He wasn't making shots, he wasn't he played against us. I'm like, oh, he'll be all right. <laughs> He's gonna be okay. It's, he just gotta get used to the to the NBA game. Um, but you know, so it, it's also, you know, who he's around to. I mean, he, he's not getting any doubles or anything like that. It helps. Yeah. But no, I, I mean, I think that's hard. Like, I think the you know, most improve is, I think that's a hard thing to pick because of what you're saying. Like, what a lot of people like you don't feel like a guy that was a top pick or a top player should ever win that award. Yeah. So I think. Unless he had a really bad season, a really, really, really bad season. Um, so, so I think John Morant's in there because he's And Mark L.
0: good example of that. Yeah. But he the, was in the conversation, I think, last year for that, That's right? why when you, when you always looked at it, back in the,
1: in the past, winning has mattered because it has, you have been able to end debates because, oh, they won
0: more. You mm-hmm. impacted it. You impacted the yes. game.
1: So yeah. that's why the winning has come into play. And now it's being eliminated with winning. Um, you know, that's why people go into this whole thing with Jordan and LeBron, which I never go into. But yeah. that's, when, that's when people, you know what I'm saying? Because they talk about the, you know, four and six versus the six and oh, like, you know, he won more. It's let's see, it was, depends on your narrative. Depends on whatever it is you want to say. But I'm just saying like, but winning has always been Sort of like the tiebreaker for how people feel about stuff. You know, like, I feel this way, you feel this way. Well, who won more? Yeah, yeah. And and that's when that's why I'm saying. So if you push it into the playoffs, then it's just going to be about who went furthest.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Win- winning
1: more. <laughs> yes. So it goes right back to winning. It yeah, it's winning. It's- It's hard. So then, you know, you're talking about MVP. So all NBA shouldn't go into the playoffs. Like, you just got to be careful when you're saying that, because now you got a guy that, 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 you know, you go in the playoffs, you lose in the first round, and you borderline top three teams. It's only three teams. There's only 15 players, really. Yeah,
0: no. I don't think it should (laughs) go into the playoffs, actually. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Everything else is going. (laughs) <laughs> because I think you could be the third best three in the league and not go to the playoffs. The third best, what three, like small forward. I think you could be the third best, like three in the league and not go to the playoffs. I do think they need to change the criteria on it period though, because uh, you got to find a way to make Jokic and an MBB uh, one on the first team, man. You got to do uh, what you got to do. <laughs> one of them need to be listed as a forward. <laughs> I, well, but you can, but the problem is they said, I believe I read this, that the thing that hurts them is, you can't get voted for two positions. So if if Embiid, if no, not, I'm saying um, listed listed as
1: a forward. I'm saying like Tim Duncan was playing center, but has always been listed as a power forward.
0: Yeah, yeah, PFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, man. It's it's hard. I I just think it's a travesty. There was also one year where, oh man, what year was it? Where Dwight Howard, Dwight Howard won. I think he won dpoi one year but wasn't first team all defense. i think tyson chandler may have got or vice versa there was somewhere like one one but of, it's,
1: it don't be surprised if the mvp is second team all nba how does that happen
0: <laughs> like and you know
1: man that's, <laughs> that's crazy though that doesn't
0: make any sense don't be surprised how are you second team all defense but you won defensive player over everybody of the year that's that's just that doesn't make sense to me. I don't get how that. Happens. I just said. Remember when the, on this voting, second and third and fourth place,
1: all those votes matter, and especially in this particular instance. That's why I said that. Like those second and third, that's going to determine first and second place. You know, so that that determine. So a guy may be one, and then all of a sudden you go into the All NBA and you spread it out between. It, you just they'll be one and two, <laughs> yeah. but I wouldn't be surprised if it was different than the MVP voting. Yeah. Which to make it
0: even more of a controversy. Yeah. Well, just because some people will vote for Jokic as power forward and center, it'll be kind of like flipped like all over the place in that regard. Mm. I have a feeling if that does happen, that'll be a topic on this on the show.
2: <laughs> Definitely. We just solidified that, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Well, it's just interesting with the whole ranking stuff. And I, I know on my on my Chiefs podcast, uh, talking to Jason Dunn and Eric Warfield, they always said for them, they never cared about like the, the other rankings that come out and stuff. They said the only rankings that ever mattered to them was the player rankings from their other peers. Those are the ones that always matter to them more so than you know th- this kind of stuff that comes from the media or, or other things like that. Was it was that, was that same apply for you all in, in the NBA, Eric?
1: Yeah. I mean, we didn't have player rankings. Then when I played, um, hmm. they didn't do it. Um, but all I all I would say is guys know. They know. So yeah, if you listen nice. to guys, if they, they they know who the top players are. Um, and, you know, if you poll the players, you may you don't have to necessarily go by them, but they'll tell you, you know, a guy may be an MVP, but he's not the most dominant. He's not the most feared. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't that doesn't make him not the MVP candidate. Uh, Because of that, it's just it's just different. I mean, it's different because it's different systems and guys are used in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's the importance of how they're being used and what they're at the end of the day what they are capable of doing. So I mean, I think that you you really can't go wrong with any of those guys. I think they've all proven um, that they're MVP candidates and and they're MVP candidates in this league, and we're talking about them for a reason. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think that. I think every year, and I think going forward, the way these guys are putting up numbers, um, that it's going to th- this close race and these you know questions and all these things that we're talking about isn't going to stop. I think it's just going to get worse each year um, because yeah. what we talked about before—the criteria of winning—is being diminished as far as these individual awards. Uh, when you take that out, and more guys and more things come into play. I think you're going to have the questions where people like, okay, well, you know, this guy does it, but you know, his team does win. So it's, you know, I just think it's the more you eliminate winning and winning doesn't matter. The, the more, more great it becomes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it's crazy. I, I forgot who it was on one of the, the shows recently I was watching. Uh, you might remember, remember Marcus. They said they realized it was a big deal for them. They said when they heard um, the mic'd up in the All Star game, where their players were just saying, "Just give the ball to Joel. No one's stopping him." And that's on a that's in a game with the best of the best against each other. And they know that no one on the court is stopping yeah. him when it matters. Like that just showed them, like, "Oh man, players just know they know. He can't be stopped."
2: <laughs> I think that was uh, I think that was Will Bond. Uh, was it okay? Um, yeah, and, and also another one I saw last thing, uh, here, uh, was that I think past MVPs, retired MVPs, not ones who are currently playing, should have a exactly. vote as far as may may not be the ultimate vote, but they, the past MVPs, should have kind of a, a say in this as well. You can, you know, put their votes in with like the Heisman Trophy, exactly, exactly, like yeah, that. which that would make sense. Like, it he should you all know, be weighted, yeah. And I, I, think I, I you, not get
1: that, I'm fine win, with that. If you I'm win MVP,
2: you should have a chance to, you know, have a say in that in the future, you know
1: mm-hmm I yeah. former mvps players it's, and then just one vote i mean yeah, they already get this one vote yeah they should sure have a vote yeah. yeah all right okay so final
2: topic uh, so tomorrow at 2 p.m eastern standard time we will be playing the toronto raptors on tnt uh in game four um so question here is will we close out the sweep in toronto like we said or will we be gentlemen and give them the dub and then uh, play on monday <laughs> night and win in philadelphia um so the sixers currently are a three-point favorite um who do you guys have and why on Saturday
1: I want us to win I want us to close it out um my gut is telling me this is a five-game series um uh, but I hope I'm wrong but it'll be close I love it they'll pull away they'll they'll pull away in the end but it'll be close
2: so you, you you would take the uh Raptors to cover the three
0: yes I love that we're a three point favorite when I mean giving us three points against or as it were the road team with a team playing against a team with a team facing Cancun I mean that's pretty that's pretty good uh to do that I I'd say we win I I, I'm very on the fence too but we don't want to go we don't want to play in Philly again we want to be done with it so bad um and I think I think that Kawhi shot man I think that's in his head they want to end it in Toronto. That would just be such a nail in the coffin against them. That would be terrific. Oh, they would love that. I'd love that. Maybe I'm loving it for them. Um, but yeah, I think they uh, I think they close it out on uh, against them. I, I like the three points. Great. And with, with,
2: so. with Embiid uh, uh, nursing that that, uh, that thumb injury that he has, I think any rest would be good rest, I think. Oh, yeah. The time period and
0: Barnes injury. might come back in game five. So there's that also. Yeah. yeah. And plus, ho- hopefully, Atlanta wins uh,
2: tonight to kind of prolong that series and give us more rest. So, we'll be yeah. rooting for, at- we'll for Atlanta, and
0: the uh, Great. that's <laughs> big time.
2: All right, fellas, well, That's it for us. Thanks for tuning in to Believe in 76ers presented by Bet Online. We'll see you guys next week as we hopefully talk about the sweep and not talk and-, and not talk about a game five or game six or game seven, any of that stuff. So, sweeps what we're, we're looking at. So, we'll see you guys next week. All right, thank you.